0: Hey guys, welcome to From Miles Away, a completely student-run podcast where we tell personal stories from students all over the world. We all go to the same international boarding school. And boy, do we have some stories to tell. So So stay sustainable, open-minded, and give our podcast a try. Welcome to another episode of our podcast From Miles Away. And today in studio, I have a special guest with me. Introduce yourself.
1: Um, I am Soba from Sierra Leone. from the tribe of Mendi and uh, Shabro, um, if you know it locally. But then my name basically means Fort son, and yeah, I'm very pleased to be on your show.
0: Oh. It's it's pretty interesting how a lot of uh, African names have uh, a certain meaning to like. Exact. I've, I've heard a lot of names where they have a special meaning. How does that special meaning relate to you as a person?
1: Um, well. In our tradition, basically, um, everyone, every son gets, like every child gets a name according to when they were born. Like the first son is always Cho and the second yeah. ch- son is always um, uh, Edward or Bami and the third son is always um, Boima. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm the fourth son, so I'm Saba. So, and then if there was a fifth son, he would be called Baki. Oh,
0: wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about your country, I mean, Sierra Leone, what should we look for?
1: Um, Well, normally, um, I think that people have this preconception of Sierra Leone as it's only a place where the Ebola has struck or where um, where we had war for two years during 1998 to 2000, but it's more than that. I think there's a lot more that people don't know about Sierra Leone. From the name of itself sierra leone how it came to be um it's originally from the portuguese word sierra leoa meaning lion mountains so like it was founded by pedro da Cincha in the 1800s so he came to the shores of sierra leone and then it was raining and it was stormy so he heard the thunder and looked up into the lion (laughs) mountains so he was it sounded like a roaring lion so he gave the name. To the place um, Sierra Leone, meaning Lion Mountains. Wow.
0: Could you like uh, kindly highlight uh, what exactly happened, like in terms of the Ebola crisis?
1: Um, the Ebola crisis came to Sierra Leone. I don't remember exactly when, but yeah. sometime in two thousand and fifteen, late 2015. Were you
0: affected personally? Um,
1: personally, yes. I was struck because someone from our house was infected by the Ebola virus, but luckily he survived. So. Like he was someone who worked with us. He was interacting with the family. Oh, yeah. So like it was really a scary situation because like his mom got infected and he was the one to personally take care, care of the her mom her. Yeah. till she died. May her soul be rested. Um, So he got infected and he didn't know for a while. He just thought he was sick with malaria. And after he got tested, he was found out that he had Ebola. Wow. But fortunately, through perseverance and a lot of medication, medication. he did survive. Yeah, and true. no one in my family was afflicted with it.
0: Mm, that's wonderful. So yeah. you're here to tell us a story, right?
1: Um, it's not necessarily a story, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. an old folklore from the Creole tribe.
0: So how how does, for example, people in your country, how do they re- relate with these kind of stories?
1: So it's like um, oral tradition. Yeah. So it's like passed on from generation to generation. And then, even though sometimes it gets watered down, um, yeah. because sometimes it will have to be translated from other languages. Does
0: it lose yeah. its meaning at some point? Uh,
1: sometimes, yes, but other times the moral remains the same, so yeah. like that doesn't change at all. But basically the folklore is about why spiders have a tiny middle.
0: <laughs> I've never really thought of that. Though. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's it goes like this, so...
0: Wait 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 let's 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 take it slow let's yeah. take it slow so like have you ever heard of any story like any funny story that has like changed <laughs> to become something that's very funny because
1: um well growing up i heard a lot of these so it was part of my childhood basically but to pinpoint one particular one that i can remember yeah. I can't really put them together mm-hmm. because, like, um, growing up, you had a lot of these stories Keep thrown on. at you. So, yeah.
0: Okay. With that said, then I'll let you get into the story.
1: Yeah. It, so, it goes like this. So, it's about um, a Cre- the Creole tribe. Yeah. So, they normally have these things they call aujo. These are, like, um, a ceremony they perform either when someone dies, when someone is born, um, or different occasions for celebration, for... Um, the loss of a family member or something like that so it has its uses but it's like part of their tradition it is a must and to be part of these occasions it's like really a unique thing so there was this spider right and who lived close to two villages and he was
0: (laughs) does the spider have a name (laughs) unfortunately the spider does not have a name
1: yeah but um he lived close to two villages and he was very notorious for how much he could eat so he would go to the one village and he would eat and eat and eat. And the thing about the Creoles is when you're invited to an awojo, it's like an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can eat as much as you want without any limits. So yeah. So he went to both villages all the time and he was very notorious. Whenever they saw him coming, people knew he was coming for the food. <laughs> so he had two sons. And these two villages had an occasion on the same day. So he told his sons to tie ropes around him <laughs> and both of them to go to each village. So that when both villages finish cooking, like when each village finish cooking, they yeah. should pull on the ropes as, <laughs> as hard as possible. So yeah, they tied the ropes and the sons went to both um, villages. So unfortunately for the spider that day, <laughs> both villages start like, finished cooking at the exact same time. So the first son started pulling, the second son started pulling. <laughs> so they just pulled and pulled and pulled, but then they had no response from their father. <laughs> so after everything was over and the celebration was done, and neither son did not see the father, yeah. they both came back and they saw <laughs> their father with a tiny middle, a big head and a big stomach. So that's the reason why. So, But the whole moral behind the story yeah. is not to be gluttonous or gluten basically not to want too much than you already have yeah. so it's like this is something they would tell their children like children that want too much so this is something they would tell you to like okay this is this is what will happen if you keep like in this path you are in not necessarily you get a small middle <laughs> yeah. but it's the moral behind the story and this is what they use basically to like train them Right. So they use these instances when they are younger, give them this picture. And so like when you're older, you're like, I know I shouldn't do this.
0: How does this uh, this story still relate to you as now you're older? it? do you still think you're going to have a small waist if you...
1: Well, generally, (laughs) (laughs) I don't necessarily think I will have a small waist, but the uh, moral behind the story still applies. I think that um, you will want something all the time. But it doesn't necessarily mean you should like want everything at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should make conscious choices about what you want and what you need. I think to get the like distinction between these two is the main goal because what you need is more important than one, what you want. And if you get what you need then your wants are just like a human like wow. a human desire basically.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Anything else you want to share?
1: Um, I I would say there's a lot I would like to share yep. because I could tell you all about Sierra Leone, <laughs> we could talk all night, but I'm just going to say Sierra Leone is a place I grew up in, so I, I've loved every single, single second I spent there. And I I feel sad sometimes when I left and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I asked people, what do you know about Sierra Leone? They're like, oh, Sierra Leone was struck by the Ebola in 2017. Yeah, that's a bad
0: picture. That's
1: yeah. And then or do you guys had war in 1999 to 2000? I'm like, have you heard about all the rich culture, the dancing, the traditional affairs we have? Like, I used to I spend my Christmas every single year, like in the provinces, in the yep. village right and to live there basically it's just an enriching experience
0: how's it different uh compared to where you are right now the two different experiences
1: it's exactly the opposite <laughs> right yeah. so like when we go back home like basically you're like we're treated like kings because mm. yeah, yeah they don't see what we have and like back home then you learn to value the things you have because like you don't normally see people with them right but coming here it's like the complete opposite of that yeah yeah, yeah. but it's also a really culturally like enriching, enriching. yeah so i'm like really grateful for the opportunity to be here and i'm learning so much about different cultures and i'm teaching a lot of people about my, my culture, culture as well so like i'm really enjoying that part but
0: On the basis of academics, how's this different from your country in terms... Do you have like studies that are related to tradition and all these things?
1: Yeah, I used to study Creole as a subject. And we used to do performing arts, so... Is uh,
0: is Creole a language too?
1: It is a language, yeah. It's like the language everyone speaks, yeah. So basically, um, it was part of the subject, but then performing arts is like... They teach you local music, about local musical instruments, local dance, and then each year your class will get to do a performance, what? if it's maybe you take up a local writer's yeah, yeah, like yeah. work and act it out, or you make a drama performance, or you dance, or you sing, or you play the drums, yeah, yeah something okay. like that. and. It is, I'm telling you, absolutely beautiful.
0: So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Sierra Leone, a place to be. A place to be. So thank you for joining us in this episode. And yeah, we hope to see you next time. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Stay tuned because there's still more to come.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys for having me.